0: Hello all, and welcome to this episode of No Home for Heroes. No Home for Heroes explores history's military mysteries regarding Americans who are missing in action from our past wars. These long-forgotten MIAs are remembered here. Today's episode is titled, General Patton Watches Over Him, But No One Visits His Grave. Today's episode of No Home for Heroes is taken from case number 0122 in the files of the Chief Rickstone and Family Charitable Foundation. We start today's program with a trivia question. Where is famous World War II General George S. Patton Jr. buried? <laughs> if you guessed Arlington National Cemetery or if you guessed West Point, you'd be wrong. In fact, if you guessed anywhere in the United States, you'd still be wrong. How about near a long-forgotten battlefield in Europe? Now you might be getting warmer with your guests. I'm your host, Rick Stone, bringing you another great and true story from our vault of histories and military mysteries. No Home for Heroes is a trademark production sponsored by the Chief Rick Stone and Family Charitable Foundation. For more information on the foundation, visit our website at www.chiefrickstone.com. We invite you to listen to all of our podcasts on Apple Podcasts or whichever podcast or streaming platform you prefer. We dedicate this episode today to the faculty, staff, and students at William F. Halloran School Number 22 in Elizabeth, New Jersey. As you listen to this episode of No Home for Heroes, you will know exactly why we make this dedication and the school's link to General Patton and many of his command who gave their ultimate sacrifice to ensure our liberty. Think about this question for a moment. Who visits the grave of a fallen soldier if no member of the fallen soldier's family knows where the grave is located? and not even the United States government recognizes who lies in the grave of a hero known only as unknown. Sadly, the answer to who visits is no one. Well, after today, we'll solve a mystery, and you and the world will know the name and the exact burial site for one of America's lost heroes from World War II. On 7 September 1944, Company B and elements of Company A and Company C of the 23rd Armored Infantry Battalion were ordered across the Moselle River by 3rd U.S. Army Commanding General George S. Patton, Jr. General Patton had received reports that a bridgehead had been made over the Moselle River and he ordered that it be maintained at all costs. In fact, General Patton's information was erroneous, and no bridgehead had been made. The German defenses thoroughly dominated the area, and a crossing was impossible at that time. When General Patton was correctly informed that no bridgehead existed, he mistakenly assumed that there had once been such an advance, and that it had been lost. Always a man of action... General Patton relieved Brigadier General John B Thompson of command of Combat Command B of the 7th Armored Division in the belief that General Thompson had allowed the bridgehead to be withdrawn back across the river. General Patton then ordered that his men attack across the river and reestablish the bridgehead that had never existed in the first place. Several days later on the night of 11 through 12 September 1944, it became obvious that it was impossible to hold the position in the bridgehead, and the units were ordered to withdraw back across the river. The withdrawal was ordered to be done at night as the men were pinned down in their foxholes by heavy German enemy fire during the daylight hours. The Moselle River was swollen by rains, and there were not sufficient boats to handle the withdrawal of the men back across the river. A rope was stretched from one bank to the other to help men who could not swim or could not cope with the river's swift current. During the withdrawal, a number of men were lost, including Private Johnny M. Bates, whose remains were eventually found many months later near those of another unidentified American soldier who would later be designated as Ham Unknown x 46 Unknown Ham X46 was so named because of the United States military cemetery where he was originally buried. It was established in Ham, Luxembourg. The Luxembourg American Cemetery today contains 5076 Americans. Most of them died during the Battle of the Bulge. Among these graves is one of America's most famous generals. George S. Patton Jr. So your answer to the trivia question is Ham, Luxembourg American Cemetery in Luxembourg. Also originally buried there was the infinitely less famous Private Johnny Bates of the 7th Armored Division, 23rd Armored Infantry Battalion, C Company, and the even more obscure unknown X-46. Private Bates and unknown X-46 were recovered six kilometers south of Metz, France. Private Bates was known to have been killed on 11 September 1944 in the disastrous bridgehead across the Moselle River. Well, let's fast forward from 1944 to 2014 when the Chief Rick Stone and Family Charitable Foundation received a request from the 7th Armored Division Association. The request was to see if we at the Foundation could determine exactly who was buried as unknown X-46. Our investigators soon found that on the 23rd of April, 1945, the Assistant Adjutant General of General Patton's 3rd Army requested a list of possible candidates for HAM X-46 from the Commanding General of the 7th Armored Division. The Assistant Adjutant General of the 7th Armored Division sent a pretty quick reply on 28 May 1945 listing 11 men and stating, It is the opinion of this headquarters that Unknown X-46 is undoubtedly one of the enlisted men in our file. All the men were members of the 23rd Armored Infantry Battalion, 7th Armored Division. Well. Foundation investigators soon found that one more MIA who was not on the original list should be a possible match to X forty six. Of these twelve possible matches to Ham X forty six in nineteen forty five, by nineteen or by twenty fourteen, all but two had been officially identified. <laughs> so how easy should this case be to solve? Pretty simple, right? Hmm, not so fast. Our two possible matches in 2014 were Staff Sergeant James W. Crawford, Company C, who was an MIA on 8 September 1944, and Private First Class William F. Halloran, Company C, who was an MIA on 11 September 1944. Sergeant Crawford, our first possibility, was born in Georgia and had one year of high school. He worked as a mechanic before joining the Army on 11 March 1942 at Fort Bragg, North Carolina. Staff Sergeant Crawford listed his residence as Rowan, North Carolina, and he listed his mom, Mrs. Bessie C. Crawford of Charlotte, North Carolina, as his next of kin. Staff Sergeant Crawford's medical records indicate that he had a broken right femur about 1930. The records note no birthmarks or tattoos. He was assigned to Fort Polk, Louisiana from March 1942 to May 1942 and to Fort Benning, Georgia from May 1942 to September 1943 before he was shipped overseas to the European Theater. Our researchers at the Foundation obtained his Individual Deceased Personnel File, IDPF, which listed his date of loss as 8 September 1944 and his cause of death as, quote, Enemy small arms fire. We'll move into our second possible private first class. William F. Halloran was born in New Jersey, and he had four years of high school. There's a little bit of a conflicting information in his records regarding his date of birth. It was either 1918 or 1919, but he joined the U.S. Army on 13 March 1942 at Fort Dix, New Jersey. Private First Class Halloran listed his residence as Jersey City, New Jersey. He listed his mom, Mrs. Bridget Halloran of Jersey City, as his next kin. And his medical records also indicate no previous fractures, no birthmarks, and no tattoo. He was assigned to Fort Vicks, New Jersey from 15 March 1942 to 19 March 1942, and then he traveled to Camp Polk, Louisiana from 10 April 1942 to 9 November nineteen forty two. PFC Halloran was last assigned to Fort Benning, Georgia on twenty September nineteen forty three before being shipped overseas to the European theater. His individual deceased personnel personnel file lists his date of loss as nine September nineteen forty four and his cause of death as quote, killed by shell fragments, end quote. His body was actually identified in the field at the edge of a forest by a a fellow soldier who knew him well and confirmed the identification by examination of Private First Class Halloran's dog tags. Unfortunately, due to enemy fire, Private First Class Halloran's body was left in the field and his body was not seen after his unit's withdrawal on 11 September 1944. And this is where the real work to solve the mystery began. Based on a document known as a report of reburial found by the foundation, it was prepared by the American Graves Registration Service on 27 February 1945. Based on this report, X-46 was found floating in the water about 6 kilomant—easy clemo- cle- for me to say—kilometers south of Metz, France. The body was estimated to be five foot six, 160 to 170 pounds, an unknown age hair, or eye color, and was badly deteriorated when found. Wounds on the body were described as body not burned, bullet wounds in middle of back, left rump, and left thigh halfway between knee and hip. X-46 was wearing size 7.5D shoes and trousers that were size 31 by 33. These would become some very important clues in our investigation. On 4 November 1947, two years after the war, X-46 was disinterred and re-examination occurred. The body was estimated then to be five foot seven and five inches tall, unknown age, weight, hair, eye color, and the equipment found on X-46, including the same remnants of trousers and those same pair of shoes, size seven and a half D. The skeletal remains recovered were approximately 90% complete, with only the hands and several teeth missing. The size of the trousers and the description of build for X-46 was consistent with the stature of both Staff Sergeant Crawford and PFC Halloran, with the minor advantage of PFC Halloran, who was slightly taller and slightly less weight than Staff Sergeant Crawford. The same can be said for the shoe size of 7.5 noted for X46. 7.5 was exactly the size shoe by PFC Haller, but was slightly smaller than that noted for Staff Sergeant Crawford. On 25 May 1948, now over three years after the war, X46 was again disinterred when this unknown was placed in a transfer case on 16 February 1949 and given final burial in Plot C, Row 6, Grave 5 of the American Military Cemetery in Ham, Luxembourg. Foundation investigators plugged all the biometric data sets found in these examinations of X-46 and all the biometric data sets found in personnel files of Staff Sergeant Crawford and PFC Halloran into our computerized random incident statistical correlation system. And, (laughs) drumroll please, let's see if I can do a drumroll. Best I can do. There was no clear winner. Both Staff Sergeant Crawford and PFC Halloran were remarkably similar in stature. But, (laughs) and there is always a but in history's military mysteries, we did not give up there. The final comparison data set provided by the examiners is the dental chart prepared for X-46 and the multiple dental charts prepared for Staff Sergeant Crawford and PFC Halloran before their death. In fact, there are six different dental examinations in the records of Staff Sergeant Crawford. And the last dental examination of Staff Sergeant Crawford, only a few months before his death, indicated six extractions. This fact alone is not consistent with the dental chart of X-46. And, in the opinion of our investigators, completely eliminated Staff Sergeant Crawford as a match to X-46. Well, there are three different dental examinations in the records for PFC Halloran. The last dental examination of PFC Halloran, less than six months before his death, indicated that he had five fillings and three extractions. In the opinion of our investigators, PFC Halloran cannot be excluded as a match to X46 based on this dental review. The principle of Occam's razor, which we have discussed many times in our podcast before, now was applied to this investigation. Well, O. Occam says that when all other alternatives have been eliminated, the simplest solution is the correct one. There is no doubt that PFC William F. Halloran is buried at the American Military Cemetery in Ham, Luxembourg. When you visit, you will find the grave of General Patton at the top of a rise near the cemetery entrance, seemingly watching over 5,000 of his troops fanned out with parade ground precision in the nine plots below him. Off to the general's left, in plot C, row 6, grave number 5, stands a white marble cross which reads, quote, Here rests in honored glory a comrade-in-arms known but to God, end quote. While tens of thousands of visitors each year visit General Patton, no one visits Private First Class Halloran because his name is not on his marker. Despite our best efforts in repeatedly offering our research to the Department of Defense since 2014, PFC Halloran is one of 101 unknowns Who currently remain buried beneath General Patton's gaze. This is private first class William F. Halloran's final resting place. In our opinion, it is a monstrous indignity indignity of being deprived his name after giving so much to his country. Something tells me that if he were alive today, General Patton simply wouldn't stand for one of his men being dishonored. In this fashion. But until someone, perhaps an alumni of the school named for Private First Class Halloran in Elizabeth, New Jersey, steps up and demands action, this wrong will not be righted. We hope we have played our part. Thank you for listening to this episode of No Home for Hero. We hope you've enjoyed today's production. And we invite you to check out our other podcasts on Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio Podcasts, Blueberry, or whichever platform you like to listen to podcasts. We greatly appreciate your comments. And a special link is available for you to contact us on our website at www.chiefrickstone.com. We again thank you for your support of our mission to provide information to the families of missing American servicemen and missing American service women. Every assistance counts and you do make a difference. Until next time, be careful, be safe, and wishing you fair winds and following seas. I'm your host, Rick Stone, reminding you that poor is the nation that has no heroes, but shameful is the nation that having heroes forgets them.